Hey, 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 we're here with the VIP Cafe Show. I'm Greg Smith, and I have with me... Debbie Larson. Yes, my <laughs> esteemed co-host. We're here at the Havana oh, House, esteemed. enjoying the mood, enjoying the environment, and there's yes. a special event tonight. Yeah, pretty big one. Yeah, a real big one. And, and yeah. you know what else is big? Sometimes the boss's son has amazing potential, and not only potential... But he started, he does great things, he's doing greater things, and he's still young. Yeah. Right? You can't say that about every boss's son. No, you Sometimes, can't. Sometimes, you know, they ride on the coattails. And Gino probably threw him out and said, hey, <laughs> go fly. And he did. <laughs> so, so wait, you're telling me that's who we get to talk to today? Yes. Woo! All right. Introducing Tony Bellotto. Tony has made his own cigar line right out of Youngstown, Ohio. He is only the second person to have a cigar line from Youngstown, Ohio, and we have him with us here today. He is doing big things. He has great big ambitions, far beyond even what he's doing right now. So without further ado, hello, Tony. Hello. How are you guys? Good. Doing good. good. Doing good. So we always ask. We want to hear the story from conception on. No, I'm kidding. Just <laughs> I can tell you the story from conception on. <laughs> so I initially went to school for wine. Right. So I became a WSET certified sommelier level three, and I met a salesman that used to sleep on my dad's <clears> couch. His name was Tom Lazuka, and Tom sold scars for Christian A. Roa, which is the CLE brand now. It used to be Camacho, okay. and he found out about my, my history in wine and said, have you ever thought about blending a cigar? And I said, I thought that was only reserved for like these idols that I had grown up with in my entire right. life. Because you're third generation cigar guy, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. It's my dad's 50th, 50th year, I think, in business this year. So I thought that was insane. And he said, there's this really interesting gentleman in, in Miami named Robert Caldwell, and you guys both like art and food and wine and cigars. You should go down and meet him. So I went down to the Winwood Cigar Factory in Miami and met Robert, and that's how the like journey started. So I took a, I had a, one of those Gerber life insurance policies from when I was a kid, my mom got it for me. So I cashed that out for $5,000 and I started La Barba Cigars with my first company that I started. So. Wow. That is so cool. Yeah. Look at good, that. And they're good cigars too. Right. They're really well, good. first of all, the fact that I've never heard or met somebody who actually had one of those Gerber life insurance policies. I think that's, so that's what my mom's cool. behind me somewhere. We can ask her what it actually was. But oh, was something like awesome. that. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So then you took that and that was your seed money. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So then I was making cigars. I ordered... 110 count boxes of each size. There's four sizes. So 400 boxes of cigars to my Nile store and started making phone calls and trying to get accounts. And I turned that five into 10 and then I took that 10 and bought more cigars and so on and so forth. And I was doing it at the behest of my dad who'd never thought it would work. <laughs> and I grew to a point where I was doing all the shipping and the processing and the ordering the cigar bands and doing the blends and ordering the boxes and ordering the cellophane and all that crazy stuff i got to a point where i needed plus there's a big tax in ohio called otp other tobacco product tax where i have to pay 70 cents on every cigar that comes in oh and, wow and then i have to chase it backwards if i send the cigars out of state so i was filling out all these forms and trying to get my money back from the state and it was just very frustrating doing business importing the cigars into Ohio. Okay. 
So I partnered and I needed to grow and I needed inventory. So I partnered with Robert, who I started with initially okay. in Miami. And that's where the cigars come in. And my inventory could sit there without having to pay taxes on it. And then when I send it up here to my shops in Ohio, oh, then we pay okay. the taxes on it when it comes up. That seems like a much better way of doing it. I don't, can I ask a quick question? Cause I could tell you about to ask something. So how do you, like, how did you go and did you work with a bunch of leaves and then blend flavor? How does that even happen? So we ended up partnering with a, another family business. Cause that's like how we like to do business. Okay. William Ventura and Henderson, his son, William Ventura was the master blender for Davidoff for 30 years. So all of the famous limited edition cigars from Davidoff, like the year of the rat or the chef's edition or he was the master blender for all those and he was getting ready to retire and his older son Wibber ended up taking his place at Davidoff and Henderson his younger son who's a little bit younger than me was more of the rebel that wanted to start his own cigar factory so after William retired they started making cigars together at Tabacalera William Ventura and we met them through a mutual contact at Davidoff because Robert recognize this is the craziest thing ever so in miami if you believe it or not there was not a single person that was servicing hotels and golf courses with cigars wow and whoever curated it at the time was doing a terrible job rob had all these connections in the food and beverage industry and start before he started caldwell cigars was certain had a, a company called hotel humidor and it, he invented it. He was a real estate agent at the time, but he forgot his cigars in the car, didn't want to get the valet, asked for the cigar menu, and it was all the cigars had bug holes and were dry. So he asked wow. the food and beverage guy, where do you get your cigars? And he said, we just order them online. We don't even know. So he made up on the spot that he owned a cigar company. Come and then, on. Yeah, created it wow. overnight. And wow. then with a buddy of his that did work at a cigar store, and then he started servicing all the major hotels in Miami. Wow, talk about a lucky opportunity. It's a whole thing where you break the rules, but you don't yeah. break the law. <laughs> right. Exactly. But anyway, so that he had a so then da, he was on the radar with Davidoff because Davidoff obviously wanted all their keep because he was in like the Trump course, Turnberry, Ritz, uh, the Four Seasons, all these high-end properties. Davidoff, that's where they want their stuff. Of course. So they made him a special vice president position within three weeks of him opening his own company. And he was the only person authorized in the United States to authorize white label dealers. For example, to be an, a Davidoff white label dealer, there's certain criteria you have to hit to get to have white label Davidoffs. And then there, they created an exemption for people with liquor licenses to be a reserve account okay, just for him so that he could open up these high-end hotels in Miami and then New York with their product. Long story short, he had this position at Davidoff. He met William Ventura. We had dissolved our relationship with Christian. As Rob says, some marriages end in divorce. But we had dissolved the partnership with Christian, and we went out on our own with the, the Ventura family. So to answer your question in a very long-winded wow. way, we go down and we start with a base. For example, Milo Barber Purple. I had this really special tobacco that Rob challenged me on and said, you can't make a cigar out of this. It's called Carbonell. It was a brand in the 90s during the boom. And they, usually when you grow tobacco, you, in the second, because Dominican Republic has two growing seasons a year. Okay. Because it, it's right in the middle of the country, in the, in the world, so it yeah it never 
they never have a winter, so wow. they don't. They can harvest twice a year. Okay. So usually, what people do is they plant soy uh, or corn in the second part of the growing season to replenish the minerals in the soil. Oh, got it. This family grows sugar beets, so it's a very floral and aromatic tobacco that nobody thought I could work with, and it's a very small farm, and I was a very small brand at the time, and it was a challenge to use it. So we started with that as a base and then I built the cigar around it. Youngstown people always up for a challenge. Yeah. Somebody else says you can't be done young. The people from Youngstown are like, Oh really? <laughs> All right, go ahead. Steve. I love that though. I love it. There's an interesting thing. Uh, I was just at a conference and two people that came here to work and do some things. Okay. They have a phrase called Youngstown. It, this really? is really cool. And Youngstown, it means, take over and do what needs to be done, be a leader. Come on. Yeah, because they saw that when they were visited here and they worked here, they saw that <laughs> Youngstown people are, <laughs> no like, they take, they I they do not sit so back and wait. They go after things. So wow. That's funny. Come on. Yeah, I, I love never, that. I've never heard that before. Love it. Okay, so, wow. So, so you took this leaf, and I'm assuming that was your first cigar, like you were able to work with it? Yeah, because my first my first cigar was the was La Barba Red, and I blended that at the Winwood Cigar Factory oh, with right. very, okay, okay. but it was with very limited resources. Like I okay. didn't really know what I was doing, and they said, "Here, you should put this together," and blah 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 blah. And that's yeah. the cigar that put me on the map. But then I had to reblend that. That was originally done. I went to Honduras and did that, so it was originally made in Honduras. Wow! And then I had to take that blend because we had re dissolved our relationship in Honduras. I had to take that blend and redo it in the Dominican Republic. Got it based off of what we did in Miami and Honduras. So my first real cigar was the purple. The first cigar I made was the red, but that was with very limited. That was like with kid gloves, if you will. Got it. They okay. said, this is what goes with, this is how you should do this. It was like my foray into the business. It was like they were mentoring me because you got to, the cigar business is one where you have to, it's still very old school. And I think that's why I get it because I'm from Youngstown. Yeah. You got to kind of kiss the ring or you, there's no, it's very hard barrier to entry in that it's so old school that they won't even give you the tobaccos you want or give you the things that you need unless you have a relationship with them. Like the cigars you're smoking now are William Ventura's personal blend and he would not sell them to me, even though I've been doing business with them for 10 years. Mm -hmm. He didn't want to release them to the American public because it was for him and his neighbors. Oh. I went to his house we had dinner, his wife cooked us food, and then he has a, a penchant for, it's real weird, he drinks Johnny Walker Black and Sprite. So I just <laughs> dropped a handle of Johnny Walker and a two liter of Sprite, and I said, when we get done with this, you're going to sell me that cigar. And he did. What's interesting, if you know wow. the history of Davidoff and the excellence they demand, I okay. mean, what happens if you screw up is interesting within that, and you could do the research on that. It's mm -hmm. you are excellence. You know what you're doing if you work, and he attracted those kind of people. Wow, that's saying something. And I'm mean, he's being a little humble here, but he <laughs> those people would not work with him unless he knew what he was doing. And okay, see, I did not serious. know that. I was not familiar with you that. You have to have okay. high integrity to work with. Wow, that group of people. There's well, no Dad's ironically our distributor in Europe. So yeah, they're surprisingly ABL in Youngstown. They do all the cigarettes, and if you needed paper cups or cigarettes, they're called jobbers. Okay, is the old school term for it. 
Davidoff's with the, the biggest one in Europe. I think they do three or four billion dollars a year in sales. From like wow. everything from candy to cigarettes to paper goods, napkins, towels, all that. Wow. Wow. So what a great connection to have. So did you go to school around here? Yeah, I went to Canfield. You went to Canfield. Okay. Yeah. Graduate of Canfield. Yeah. 2002. Now, you travel all over the world, it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. My, well, my first two years trying to sell cigars, I was traveling about 225 days a year. Wow. Wow. That's a lot. That's commitment. Yeah. It was tough because it was all my, you know, I spent... Forty or fifty thousand dollars a year on travel, so it was everything that I was making. I was putting back into American mm-hmm. Airlines, unfortunately. Well, people listen to this program, yeah. and even older people. When you want to do something, it takes time and effort and work. It doesn't. There's no easy way. No. And you know what kept you inspired? What kept you going? Because you obviously weren't afraid to make mistakes and learn. So what kept you going? What Especially, I think part of it might be your dad saying, oh, come on, this will never work. That had to be a, a motivator for you. <laughs> it was. One of the things, there's two, I have two stories. The first story was told to me by a friend that owns a company called Foundation Cigars. He used to, he basically invented acid for Drew Estate. Uh-huh. He worked for Drew Estate for 20 or so years. But one of the most memorable things was he told me he was at a party for Saturday Night Live. Okay. And he had gone backstage and this and that and the other thing. And he walked out into this other room where they do questionable things. Okay. Saturday Night Live is famous for questionable things. And he smelled a cigar. And he walked over and he saw one of my cigars in the room. No way. And that was like one of the things that kind of made me think about other people enjoying something I made. And that's really what's pushed me when I get, when people tell me, oh, I smoked. Cigars are usually made for celebrations. And when if somebody sends me an Instagram message and said, I got married this week and your cigar's the one I smoked for my marriage or I had a baby and I smoked, that's on a small level what kept me going. Mm-hmm. Other than that was just the relationships with my retailers and developing and building relationships with the people that buy my cigars. And I think that's an important thing in sales. I heard one time someone say that you shouldn't necessarily like your customers as much as your customers like you. And that's, I think, the key in sales. So I based my whole platform on that and making sure that I was giving the highest level experience and treatment to the people that were buying my cigars and their customers. Wow. Wow. So what's your dad say now? I bet he's proud of you because he wasn't sure, but that's really cool that he encouraged you along. I hope he's still pushing him. I I I met them together the other day and it was so cool to see Tony talking and just to watch his dad step back and And, watch him. And glow a little bit. Yeah, a little little bit. bit. (laughs) He would never tell me that. (laughs) That old school way. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's true. That's definitely true. That's incredible. Yeah. What advice? Number one, talk about, okay, people talk about your brands, talk about where to get them, talk about maybe some of the pairings you would suggest. Oh, good. When I was originally going to be a lawyer, that's what I went to school for until I found wine. Once I got that itch as an entrepreneur, I have gone a little too crazy and have overloaded myself because I have <laughs> La Barba cigars, Lost and Found 